Hey all, just before we get started, we're proud to announce that Take a Look Around is becoming a weekly show. So what does that mean? Well, every Tuesday afternoon, refresh your podcast feed and we should be there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about us. And if you haven't listened and haven't told your friends about us, just do it, man. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time you know it what is. Time it is. For one day only, the fiend that stalks Missouri. Tuesday, November 4th, the monster of branch banking appears before... Alrighty, Shawnee baby, you ready to watch the one? What one? You know the one. Which one? The one. Oh, that one. No, not that one. Then which one? The one from 2002, directed by James Wong, starring Jet Li. You fucked it. Play intro. Marilyn Manson can walk into our town and promote hate, violence, suicide, death, drug use, and Columbine-like behavior. I can say... Linking violence in movies to higher levels of aggression and violent behavior. Recognizing that many children love violent movies... So motherfuckers are always trying to escape. Take, take a look around! That's me doing the theme song. And welcome to Take a Look Around, an ethnographic lens at the intersection of new metal and cinema. I finally got it right. You're with Alistair Bates, and as always, with my delightful co-host, Sean. Sean, how are you going today, or tonight, or tomorrow? I am absolutely wonderful, Batesy. I am That's awesome. terrific. Absolutely Would you terrific. say that you've... Found the one? Uh, which one? No, we're not going to subject you people the to one. that again. You already listened to that. It was bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Look, as we do every episode before we get stuck into the movie, have you got any uh, cool, hot, new metal news for us, Sean? Uh, can I get a drum roll, please? Yeah, of course. For the year of our Lord, 2020... There are no new metal films coming out. Oh, man. 2021, I'm telling you. Yeah, I thought we had it this time. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, um, so the movie we're talking about this week, it's, of course, Jet Li's The One. Should we play the trailer? Let's let's play the trailer. Yeah, let's, let's play one trailer. The one trailer. People have found you guilty of 123 counts of first-degree murder and 123 counts of unauthorized travel to parallel universes. There's never been anything like what I have become. For these crimes, you have been sentenced to life without the possibility of return. Are you ready? Are you? Freeze! He's escaping! only one place he could be going not a problem what if there was a killer traveling through parallel universes and he looked just like you the good news is you're not crazy the bad news before i saw him i felt him it was me what if he would stop at nothing to take over your world each time he kills one of you the energy divides among the survivors Close to you, lost strength. Maybe it's part of what's been going on with you. 
people get older, Gabe, they don't get stronger. They don't get faster all of a sudden. If we kill them, this whole universe could go with them. I just need to do it one more time. The only way to stop him. My own design. Yeah, that'll work too. Alrighty. As with any good movie, this film starts with a huge exposition dump recorded in post-production that explains that we live in one of the many, many parallel universes. And uh, whilst they're telling us this, it looks like a Windows Media Player visual. And there's no credits, which I I usually think is a sign of a good movie when there's no credits at the start. It's funny that you call this an exposition dump because I actually knew that there was a multiverse Multiverse. previously because I'm not a sheeple like you and I expand my mind. Hey, look, man, I I think fluoride's great. Don't worry. Look, this movie lets you know that it's starting in an alternate dimension it because uh, straight away you're introduced to President Gore Ooh. giving a free healthcare bill. <laughs> this ain't your grandpappy's multiverse, baby. We got President Gore up in this bitch. <laughs> and for some reason, Dean Norris is uh, going up, putting his helmet on. Dean Norris, of course, is the guy from Breaking Bad and the guy from Twitter who typed in big titties thinking it was a search bar. <laughs> <laughs> So, where? Oh man, so many people have been caught doing that. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dean Norris, Ted yeah. Cruz, Alistair Bates. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, Jet Lee is straight away introduced as a character, a bad guy called Lawless. So, you know, he's kind of a bad guy. Straight away, this film gives us New Metal Cinema's Freebird, which is drowning pools, bodies. And there is a huge gunfight that ensues as Jet Li Alpha, who I'm calling him, kills Lawless. And uh, I don't know, man, some of the special effects have held up pretty well, I think. Some of it looks like a Linkin Park music video. Yeah, I mean, I was initially skeptical of this film. It doesn't have much of a presence in the canon of new metal cinema. It, it wasn't a late entry by any means, and it wasn't uh, an unknown or an independent one. It's just not really mentioned in the same breadth as a lot of the other ones. But then as soon as the gun battle takes place between Dean Norris's SWAT team and Jet Li and Drowning Pool plays, I knew that I was in for a good time. It was cool to look and at. And man, talking about cool to look at, Jason Statham shows up and uh, kidnaps evil Jet Li, or as I call him, Jet Li Alpha, and takes him to a dimension that looks like it's been recycled from the Demolition Man. Anyway, Jason Statham explains to us that Jet Li Alpha is wanted for the murder of Rasta Jet Li and Swedish Jet Li, who (laughs) live in the other dimensions. That kind of gives me hope for... Please go to our Instagram... Oh, yeah. Please go to our Instagram page for these pictures, because these... Rasta Jet Li and Swedish Jet Li are two of the funniest things I have ever seen. I legitimately was laughing so hard that someone had to come in from the next room because they thought I was choking. Like, I I just, it just makes me hope there's a dimension where there's Rasta Al and Rasta Sean. It's just so good. It's just... Six million years to die. Choose one. Choose one. Uh, Anyway, for some reason... 
the lady from Snake Eyes is in this and she has like a rat in her shoe that explodes when a policeman oh, catches so it. Oh, cool. it Yeah, basically like the they're going starts. to execute <laughs> Jet Li Alpha for crimes against the multiverse, which uh, as the exposition tells us is murdering 122 other versions of himself, including Rasta Jet Li, Swedish Jet Li, uh, what looks like uh, Leave It to Beaver Jet Li, and presumably yeah. <laughs> somewhere along the line there is um, there is some other Jet Li's. Please uh, fire off in the comments <laughs> the Jet Li you'd like to see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as soon as the, the mouse bomb explodes, and that's not just the lady from Snake Eyes, that's Carla Gugino. Oh man, why do I fuck up every person's name? Uh, she's from The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. She's in a lot of. Oh uh, um, yeah. She's in Gerald's Game. She's a fantastic actress, and she isn't given much to do in this film. Yeah, she's great. She's in a uh, lot of stuff. Yeah. Huh? So during the execution explodes, uh, and oh my goodness, dude, it's the- insane. Um, so I guess after this. Jet Li Alpha escapes into what I can only assume is our dimension, which features Jet Li Beta, who is a uh, police officer who's just kind of universally loved by all of his friends. It's just this sweet kind of goofy dude. And uh, he definitely is Jet Li Beta, isn't he? Yeah, he really totally is, man. All right. Um, Let's let's switch shit up. We instantly know it's another dimension because we see the same sequence from before where instead of instead of President George sorry, President Al Gore, we get President George Bush a true displaying a plan for universal health care. Eat eat shit, Bernie. <laughs> eat shit. Um so the two Jet Lees finally meet and uh, as they fight, one of Jet Lee Beta's friends yells out, He's going OJ, which I what separates this film, uh, sorry, this dimension from other dimensions is that during the fight sequence, we can very much see a billboard for 2001's very underrated John Goodman, Matt Dillon, neo-noir comedy, One Night at McCool, oh, really? <laughs> which apparently is the, the hottest film in the world oh, wow. in a Virgin Jet Li's dimension. Oh, man. Anyway, so they have their cool kung fu gunfight and... Uh Jet Li Beta gets fucking domed and Jet Li Alpha escapes. They take Jet Li Beta to the hospital as they do. Which is the hospital from the hospital from Scrubs. It's very noticeably the hospital from Scrubs. Oh my god, it totally is, isn't it? <laughs> like it's got all the same exterior shots and all of the same interior shots. I mean, it's clearly the hospital where they film half of the hospital scenes in Hollywood, yeah. but it's still funny to see. Oh man, it's crazy. Um at- at the hospital, the doctor, for some reason, is just a real prick and asks him if he had a penile implant recently. <laughs> just... Okay, Mrs. Law, before we go into the MRI room, I just have some questions I have to ask you about your husband. Does he have a cardiac pacemaker? No. Intracranial aneurysm clip? No. Dentures? Hearing aid? Or penile, or implant? penile implant? And then proceeds to just yell at his wife for a while. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's why universal healthcare is not going to work. Because, like, it makes doctors mean. Bye-bye! Eat shit, Bernie. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, Jet Li Alpha attacks Jet Li Beta whilst he's in his MRI machine. And Jet Li Beta gets out of the MRI machine, 
and chops a shotgun in half with a karate chop and then throws it into a Pepsi machine, which what? starts shooting out cans of Pepsi everywhere. <laughs> it's so good. I thought that was incredible. <laughs> Some, something that I noticed in this film was to demonstrate Jet Li's uh, abilities as he gets stronger is that he's constantly breaking things and smashing them with relative ease, metallic things that the production design has just made wood yeah. <laughs> so that he can punch it's... through it. And it's very clearly wood when it breaks. There's so much balsa wood. <laughs> because you see splinters. <laughs> oh, man. There's a good sequence um, uh, where uh, right after this where Jet Li fights yeah, what cops with that two motorcycles, hitting <laughs> people back and forth with motorcycles while... Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Last Resort oh, by man. Papa Roach um, is playing. And then he gets in that van and is just changing the radio stations and he finds the new metal radio station and starts rocking out. So Jet Li Bader's wife goes home with her all of Jet, Jet Li Bader's police friends who make it very clear they want to pork her. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> and, really, uh, she... <laughs> really nasty, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love they... that all Jet Li's SWAT friends are all... Um, the other side of 40 <laughs> and they're like yeah. an elite uh, SWAT team. <laughs> oh man, they're the best of the best. But uh, they go home and they find this bar of soap that kind of looks like Jet Li Vader has washed his butt with it because it's all covered in brown goop and stuff. Oh man. <laughs> um, but uh, so she finds Jet Li Vader hiding in the attic, full Anne Frank style. But <laughs> How come you can say Anne Frank style, but I caught constant shit for saying a liar Kobe Bryant did herself? <laughs> uh, we'll see how that pans out I for me. Stupid, I, I hate this stupid dimension, Al. <laughs> um, man, so, yeah, Jet Li Alpha just absolutely domes Jet Li Vader's wife. Just shoots the crap out of her and this in my opinion it's kind of, yeah, this, it's sad. this turns Jet Li Beta in my opinion into Jet Li Prime as he is now fueled with murderous rage um, yeah I don't know where to go from this from man. there they go to There's a warehouse just, which is very clearly all made of wood yeah. <laughs> for the climactic sequence that we're waiting for where Jet Li Prime which is Jet Li Beta and Jet Li Virgin fights Jet Li Alpha, who is cool Jet, Li. Uh, Jet Li Chad, <laughs> and also the new designation I would like to determine as Jet Li Platinum. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, in a battle, in an amazing battle to Blood Brothers by uh, Papa Roach. Uh, there's some humdinger thingy with some portal that Jason Statham tries to explain to us, but no one in the film is particularly listening very hard to Jason Statham. <laughs> no. And they all get transported back to the headquarters from Time Cop. This movie is just Time Cop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. man, Time Cop's good. Time Cop like rocks. <laughs> and uh, they very narrowly, of they very narrowly accidentally sends Jet Li Virgin, Jet Li Beta, Jet Li Prime to the Stygian Hell Colony for eternity. But Jason Statham realizes what he's doing. He's like, oh, whoops, nearly executed her. Nearly executed someone. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> and and sends, sends the right Jet Li to the prison colony for eternity. And then sends Jet Li Virgin, Jet Li Beta, Jet Li Prime to 
this near distant future, which I like to call the 100 Gex dimension. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> where everyone looks like they have an Instagram account. <laughs> I love that when Jet Li Alpha gets to the prison planet, the first thing he says is, Not a- I am Eula. I'm nobody's bitch. You are mine. <laughs> And yeah, then the, the movie just, we get a happy ending for Jet Li Virgin and uh, Jet Li Alpha is forced to fight on top of a cool pyramid for eternity as sweet new metal tunes, which is also a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, right? Everyone wins in this film. <laughs> yeah, it's a great dimension. Now, now that we've wrapped up the plot, I would like to talk a little bit more about the production. Would you believe, Sean, that there is absolutely fuck all on the internet about the production of this film, except for one clip I found on YouTube, which is Jet Li talking about his hairstylist on the making of this film? Judy, my hairstylist, works really hard. Every single movement, we need to clear my hair, even, even you know... The wormhole, you know, have a big windy, you know, go to the different universes, the you know, the wardrobe work and the pieces by pieces. Yeah, my hair is perfect. Don't touch my hair. So I think the bad guy have say, mm, you can beat me up, but don't touch my hair. I will kill you. Yeah, man, there is absolutely nothing about the production of this film. Um, I found a few goodies here and there. This film is uh, written and directed by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, who are famous in uh, television circles for writing some of the best episodes of the golden era of the X-Files. Yeah, that sweet spot between season two to season four is all them, baby. Oh, really? They were the showrunners then. Oh, awesome. After that, they went on to create and direct the first entry for Honest to God, one of my all-time favorite films and my favorite franchise, Final Destination. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, um, that's directed by this team. This The one is actually the film they did straight afterwards, and they wanted to use their composer, uh, Shirley Walker, who's most famous for being the composer for Batman, the animated series, and Final Destination. She's a fantastic composer, really moody string work. However, the <laughs> studio wanted to go with a, a, a more new metal approach, and... This isn't Take a Look Around, the Shirley Walker podcast, baby. This is all about new metal. So I'm glad they did. Now, at, at one point, this was also supposed to be The Rock, where it had the working title, The Rock Sci-Fi... The Rock Sci-Fi Film, after he dropped out to appear in The Mummy Returns. The film was then known as Untitled Sci-Fi Film, <laughs> no. before Jet Li's involvement, where it became The One. Oh, man. New metal Bruce Lee, huh? Yeah. Well, I feel like this moment in Hollywood, they were looking for a new Bruce Lee, a new metal Bruce Lee. And what they got with Jet Li was a lot closer to Jean-Claude Van Damme. He doesn't have the magnetism of Bruce Lee, but he has style enough to carry himself. However... It's not magnetism. Jean-Claude Van Damme is Jean-Claude Van Damme in the way that Jet Li is Jet Li. And 
For sure. Jet Li had... He feels like he was a bigger deal, but when you look back on his career, it's a very short run of Hollywood films. He had Romeo Must Die. He had The One. And then, you know, outside of uh, that and Lethal Weapon 4, that's really it for his Hollywood run before he comes back for The Expendables. Where he's once again paired with Jason Statham. Um, Yeah, it's crazy because... Didn't he do stuff with Luc Besson and a whole bunch of other European and British directors after this? Yeah, he made Unleashed with Luc Besson, which is also known as Danny the Dog. I watched this film because it has a Massive Attack soundtrack, and I'm a big yeah. mass boy, a mass hole, if you will. And uh, people cop a lot of shit on the Marvel films for dumbing down cinema at the moment. A lot of people talk about cinema being dumber now, but... You should watch films from the early 2000s like Batesy and I have been doing and realize <laughs> that movies were a lot dumber. Danny the Dog Unleashed is one of the dumbest films I have ever seen. Luke Besson is not a very good director as time has kind of shown us and on top of that he's kind of... It's all kind of come out that he's a pretty disgusting human being as well. Um, yeah, baby, he's cancelled. Yeah, big time. Uh, talking about disgusting human beings... Uh, what did we think Don't talk about yourself, Bates. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about the podcast. Um, man, what did we? What did you think of the one, man? Out of one, what are you going to give it? Uh, I'm going to give it five out of one, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. I, I loved this movie. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. It's so much fun, dude. I think this is the best movie that... I think until we do Blade, this will probably be the best movie for a long stretch, man. Yeah, it's, this, uh, this movie's remarkably good. Um, this film didn't really do well when it came out with the critics. Roger Ebert gave it 1.5 out of 4 stars, kind of called it a brainless high-tech action film, which is kind of interesting when you think about Roger Ebert, because he gave... Guess what he gave uh, Spawn? Uh... Our our most loved movie so far. (laughs) Roger Ebert gave Spawn four out of four stars. Yeah, well, fuck that guy. He's dead. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Um, Yeah, I I really. uh, Shit, I don't know what else to say about The One. The One rocks. You guys should watch it. I guess before we wrap everything up, I need to assign this film a, a six degrees of dust number. Alrighty, let me run it through the calculator. Um, I'm listening, uh, baby. Look at you, hacker. A pathetic creature of need and No, we got it back. Uh, this film has a durability rating of uh, two. Oh, yeah? Do you care to elaborate on that? How come? Oh, of course I will. We'd like to apologise again for the technical problems we had with last week's episode. For those of you who wrote and phoned in, let me tell you that during the short time that the technical gremlins were at work, Diane discovered that Sam had pipped her to the post in the literary genius stakes, and to add insult to injury, had probably borrowed the poem he got published. Apologies again. I hope that sets the record straight. Wow! I never knew that. That's psycho. I'm I'm so glad we recorded that. Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy when you think about and it. The whole time he was doing that. The whole time. Yeah, I can't believe it either. Before we finally wrap up and say adios, Sean, is there anywhere that people who love new metal and cinema can follow us on the internet? Do we have a website? 
Do we have a Facebook? We have Do we all have a of t- it, baby? We got a Facebook Take a Look Around podcast. We got a Twitter Take a Look pod, and we got an Instagram that we keep getting banned on. It's called Take a Hell Look yeah. Around pod. Now, before we finish up, I'd like to just let everybody know about a. A, a, a film I'm working on, a little sequel to the one. Uh, it's called The Two. Hey, <laughs> that's right, everybody. We have utter contempt for our audience. You say one love, one life. When it's one need in the night, is one love.